Hey, listeners, it's Trent. Or, uh, what's in Himmelgale? Just here to say, hey, thank you for listening to another episode of the Live to Die podcast. Uh, we're having a ton of fun doing this. Uh, we hope you continue listening. Um, hopefully, even this episode alone keeps you going. I just wanted to say a couple things. Uh, we actually have heard from some people wanting to know some questions about the podcast, about a few things that have happened. One of which was a question about how I came up with um, Watson having done terrible things to a rhinoceros. Uh, That's a legitimate question. Um, But to be quite honest, Jane and I enjoy some banquet beers during recording, and uh, that tends to get my improv juices flowing, I guess, is the best way to put it. Uh, There really was not uh, in the back of my mind the thoughts of terrible things happening to a rhinoceros. I promise I have nothing against rhinoceri. Anyway, uh, so thanks for that question. Please let us know on Twitter if you have anything else that you would like to know about the game. We have heard from some people who don't know about Pathfinder or don't know about other RPGs and uh, would just kind of like to know specific things. So if that's the case for you, please let us know. We'll try and answer them on the pod or in one of these intros. Uh, but otherwise, thank you guys for listening. Again, we will do this for ourselves because it's fun, but also because of you, because we know that uh, there are people out there who enjoy it. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends about us. Um, that's the best way that we're going to spread this around. So Uh, If you really are enjoying it, tell a buddy and see if they uh, might like it. Otherwise, I won't take up too much more time. Uh, Enjoy the, the episode. Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. stories, movies, books you've read, what is the villain that sticks out the most to you or that you hated the most? Can I go first? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Dean from Gilmore Girls. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a good that's choice. That's a really good <laughs> yeah. one. Fucking hate that guy. That's a good choice. I also hate Dean. Yeah, he yeah. sucks. He's such a We all know Jesse's the one she should have went with. Absolutely. Logan is a fuckboy. Uh, <laughs> he was kind of cool though at first. He was cool at first. You're like, oh, okay. You, you know, Logan, I could take your leave. Like, I'm, I was kind of okay with it. But is, is this about to morph into a Gilmore Girls debrief? <laughs> it probably <Yes>. should. <laughs> Jane and the Gilmore guys? Let's just change oh. the entire format of the show. Like, Look, all I'm saying is, I can like get, they did. <laughs> oh. Hey, uh, oh. Like I, I've got a cipher role playing system book in the other room. We can roll up Gilmore Girl characters. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Actually, James mm. and I have talked about this together at length, but. Like, there are no good love interests for Rory in Gilmore Girls. No. They yeah. all kind of suck. And like, even Jess is my favorite, and he still sucks. Like, he gets better as time goes on, and maybe it's just that he's supposed to be a teenage boy, but Lorelai consistently has good love interests. Max is great. Luke is great. Even Christopher has his moments, but, like, no good love interest for Rory. I don't think there were good love interests on that show at all. I think that most of the guys were unappealing in some way. I personally feel like Lorelai had good love interests, but is herself a bad love interest. There you go. Like in the Luke show, everyone's like, I just don't like Lorelai. Yeah. 
I, I, I'm with Jane on this one. That was our whole dive. And like, I, I think while they didn't have great love interests, period, at least in the case of like the Lorelei stories, you're like, oh, I could see how you might try dating this person yes. and then it wouldn't work out. Yeah. Versus the Rory, which I'm like, oh, this is just bad to watch. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Little next. Jared. <laughs> <sighs> What's your Gilmore Girls hot I mean, take? we were talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, yeah. but I think I'm going to go a different direction. I think the person that I thought of was, uh, what's his name in the movie? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix in Gladiator. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Emperor. Um, uh, Emperor whatever. Yeah. Commodus. Oh. Commodus. He is. He was really disturbing. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that's a good general, like historically that guy was fucked up. So. Yeah. It, it, he played that really well. Uh, the weird, creepy, hit on a sister thing. Ew. Uh, just really well acted. You really hated him by the end of the movie. Mm. I, I remember there was someone who was telling me once, and I I think this is one of those like conjecture things, but I really hope it's true. Because they were saying that like the actors who are really good at playing the characters you hate are often the really nice, fun people in real life because they have to understand empathy enough to be able to play a character who you can just despise. So there's a part of me that always kind of hopes that some of those actors are like, maybe really yeah. nice people. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've heard that about Rachel McAdams as Regina George. Like she's so good at playing just like a horrible, petty person, mm -hmm. but she's like actually very nice in real Regina life. Regina George is a really good villain. That's mm -hmm. a good one. Oh yeah. Mine was the guy whose name is escaping me now, but um, the character's name from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh. The main mm. bad guy's name. He always creeped me out. Just like the glasses and the vibe and how I killed that one cartoon and that vat of stuff. Yeah, that was terrifying. And like it was just, you know, it's kind of easy to say things like Joffrey. We talked about earlier Joffrey yeah. and Draco Malfoy. But that one dude that the fucking Roger Rabbit guy, he always freaked me out as a kid. So I, I'm going to go Game of Thrones, but in a little bit different way. Because I'm going to say Jamie Lannister. Mm. Because okay. it, it it's like a character that should be able to get to the the good things and just can't find a way to do so. Yeah. Like he manages to solve all of his problems in the exact wrong way. Yeah. And like, that's really frustrating to watch. And he has moments of like redemption. Like you're like, okay, we're so close to this moment of redemption. And then he just fucks it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, everyone's looking at me and I, I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to pick. I, I, someone else talk about something they hate for a second. I need time. So well, maybe we're, it doesn't have saying... to be hate. Maybe it's like a, a, a villain or a character that made you uncomfortable or... Yeah, like, is this... Are we saying, like, best villain? Or, like, it's effective because I feel like I actually just like I think that's the character. subjective part of this question is, like, had it... Because for me, it was the awkwardness of Christopher Lloyd's character, right? It was Christopher yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, oh, Christopher that's Lloyd's right. character in, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like, always made me feel weird, but there are people who hate... Uh. The guy from Gilmore Girls. Here's, yeah, yeah, I hate that guy. Uh, in a similar vein, Jason will appreciate this, but literally every male character in Promising Young Woman. Oh, yeah. Like very yeah. effective, cringy villains. Yeah. Um, Man, I, I I got nothing. I can't think of... You I'm just, sure there's some. I'm just freezing just like the spot. villains. It's fine. Well, I do like enjoyable or interesting villains. That's like, why you're the GM. <laughs> to go... Yeah, <laughs> that could be that. Well, because I'm thinking, like, if you go Marvel, like, some of my favorite villains were in there. Like, Killmonger was a phenomenal... I, I, I prefer to think of him not as a villain, but just as an antagonist. 
or mm, like misunderstood. One of my favorite kind of creepy weird is I really, really loved Jake Gyllenhaal in uh nightcrawler when he's playing mm. that like freelance videographer. Mm-hmm. And it's just, he makes your skin crawl. But, like I didn't feel, I felt like I felt the kind of uncomfortable I was supposed to feel watching it. And I really enjoyed it for that experience. But I, I can't think right now of like a particular, like, Oh, just screw that person or that character in a way that just kind of makes me feel angry and like loving to see them get their comeuppance. Then by default, your answer is Dean from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to jump on <laughs> that's Dean from Gilmore Girls. Well, I guess that's final answer. <laughs> we've talked about before how in Pathfinder, like there, there is evil, mm-hmm. but like there aren't like inherently evil races or inherently evil groups of people or organizations it's just that like what they choose to do can be really bad or it have, can have really poor consequences for the rest of the u- rest of the world or universe. So like, that's one thing I, to transition to the game, I guess that's one thing I, sure. I really appreciate about what you've talked about with Pathfinder before is that, um, it's easy sometimes to, to, to be like, well, well, slavery is, is bad. And so like, that's what makes this organization evil but there's more to that in the Pathfinder world. Mm-hmm. I, it's something I, I thought about a lot because I've tried to teach role-playing games to a lot of people. And I feel like, oddly enough, it sort of caught on at some point. I think when D&D took off in the last handful of years, people talked about being having chaotic good energy or things like that. But I always try to explain the alignment chart in my mind. It's like good to evil is altruism versus being selfish. Because I don't think that being evil is right. like, I'm going to go around and stab babies. Sure. It's just the <laughs> idea of like, will you make the decision to like sacrifice yourself or to protect yourself. And that's why I think evil is an intrinsically, it doesn't make it difficult for the party. I think the harder one that I've always tried to internalize and think through is the chaos versus law axis. Mm. Cause I don't like the idea that chaos means you disdain the law of the land versus law means you always follow the law of the land. Especially cause again, a world with culture with like, when you to approach it through the like, ethics of philosophy, essentially, when, when you have cultural relativism, the idea is that the law of the land might feel very different from your character. So I don't right. like the idea that like a lawful good paladin shows up in a land that has cultures that cultural standards that feel very inappropriate to him, that because they're lawful, they have to be okay with it. I've always sort of viewed the law to chaos axis as the internal consistency of decision making, like pathos, essentially, like is someone really consistently going to base what's right and wrong on this idea that they thought about, or is it more emotionally based on what feels right or wrong to them versus in the moment, especially. Yeah. yeah. For me, the lawless and chaotic was more of the, how did you put good and evil? Uh, altruism. Selfishness. Yeah. I, I always thought of like the more chaotic character is going to do the thing that serves them and their passion or their emotion for that moment. Whereas the lawful character <clears throat> can see like a bigger picture or can follow something that's like larger than them as a way of decision-making. So I, I think one really good real-life example is probably going to be me and something that I know at least Jane really hates. Oh, God. I, uh, crosswalks. <laughs> well, <laughs> so <sigh>. like, <sighs> well, so, I mean, so like for me, I will always use a crosswalk. Always. Yeah. And wait for it to, you, there could be not a car for miles in either direction. And we will wait there until the light comes on. There are rules for a reason. <laughs> I, I think about it like uh, with shopping carts. 
Like mm. when you're done with a shopping cart, are you going to return it or not? Because I always return the shopping cart because someone is impacted by that. Somebody has to take the cart back and be inconvenienced if I don't put the shopping cart yeah. back. The crosswalk, I'm like, come on. Yeah, but there's Frogger your way across the road. The, to put the the buggies back, you know? Sure. There's some poor high school motherfucker that... Yeah, and I've done it. <laughs> yeah, just and out it there. it sucks, man. Well, now, just, now that I know... I'm leaving. I'm always oh, leaving them out there now. <laughs> just fuck just it. to fuck you. Chaotic neutral. Yeah. Fucking cart leaving it in the middle. I might you, even leave it in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah. We just <laughs> lost our one listener now. Yeah. You just need to work at Walmart. This half. Well, I mean, so it is kind of an interesting topic because, like, Val is an evil aligned character, mm-hmm. and I, in my mind, that's because she's just always going to put her safety first before anything else, and like. Even with Watson, who's probably the person that she knows the best in this group for sure, and maybe period at this point in her life, is like, you know, when he decides, like, I'm going to stay back and help this person because she thinks it's dangerous, she's still peacing out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, yeah. And I mean, like, also that has to do with like her assassin background and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't see her as like just going to go out there and be an asshole. What I will say is she is a lawful evil character. And I think what Jason's saying about, the the circumstances and how you behave the way I think it's kind of manifesting for her like in the last little episode of she's getting irritated like she's upset that she's in these situations where she's feeling kind of compelled to act in a certain way that she wouldn't normally so I think she is even though she's lawful she's kind of branching into some more chaotic actions during this circumstance that we're in which is kind of like putting her on edge making her agitated because I think just because you're aligned in a certain way as a character doesn't mean you have to always act that way. Oh, totally. Like, it might just be that, like, it impacts your behavior and your attitude and how you feel if you are kind of being forced to act in a way that's different from your alignment. Yeah. It's an interesting discussion. I, I, I really like now, at the time, to talk about chaos in law. And so let's let's branch off of that, chaos in law, and let's let's go to the house of law. A courthouse, even. Okay, that one's pretty good. Thank you. And so we'll start with Watson. Hands still in manacles, flanked left and right by two constables. Very cold on my little arms. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm sad. (laughs) Jesus. And you're led into the courtroom of the high magistrate. It's late in the day. You suspect he's Thereafter, hours maybe are at the end of his day. The doors open as the constables lead you in. You need some WD-40 for that door. Everyone's just staring. You're like the weird aged Deadpool making fourth wall jokes. (laughs) Hello. Hello, listener. (laughs) So you find yourself in this stone courtroom sitting up at the head of it you can see an older man red-faced heavy jowls a great paunch you might suspect born of an idol intellectual life you can see him wearing small spectacles his white hair cut short as you are led down the center sort of bench rows of seats in the courthouse up to his desk 
He has steady, dark eyes that follow you. Piercing eyes. You brought there. He looks up at you. <clears throat> Got a little illustration here. You guys want to try to describe oh, that for our listeners? Oh, he looks scary. Hmm. Looks angry. He looks like a very tan Robert De Niro. <laughs> he kind of looks Robert like a, De Niro. like an older, angrier George from Seinfeld. Oh sure. yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Give me a second, I'll tell you. With this more guy's. hair. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a thick head of white hair. And a scowl. Looks at you. Who are you? Oh, oh, hello. Uh, my name is Watson Himmelgale. Uh, what? What have you done that has brought you here to my courtroom uh, today? That's difficult for me to uh, guess, uh, to be quite honest. Uh, I came across a man who was... Uh, visibly injured and I attempted to help him and I was whisked off away in manacles. I don't really know what's going on. Where, uh, where are you from? Oh, no, now that's a difficult question to answer. Uh, let's see. Uh, how back, how far back are you wanting to, uh, trace my ancestry here? Do you live here in Litran? Do I live here in Litran? Uh, well, uh, yes, for a short time now, yes. How long? I, well, uh, for the most part, uh, three days. <laughs> <laughs> so you are then a, uh, you are a stranger. You're not from here. Well, from uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I've, I've been uh, in Isgard for quite some time. Well, this is Galt. So you are a stranger oh, here. Oh, is that where I am right now? God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I suppose it is, God. Yes, yes. Well, this is quite some time for strangers here. Between uh, Jubilee and the Gardener's Mask, it has brought so many of you to return. You say you are saving a man you found? Someone injured? Uh, yes, he, he was on the brink of death, from what I believe. I was just trying to, uh, you know, nurse him back to health. <laughs> well, that, uh, it might be that I could have use of someone of your skill set. Oh, oh, is someone injured? I would be happy to help them. Well... It's not so much someone who is injured, but it is someone who I am worried will become injured. Well, uh, that was, uh, that was worried. Sorry, your accents here are very strong. Yes. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I, uh, am worried for my own health and safety. Oh, oh, I would be happy to aid you, yes. Really? I mean, it's not like in a weird place or anything where your injury is, right? I, it can be uncomfortable. It is in perhaps one of the most uncomfortable places. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I am a doctor, so <laughs> I will make this professional. <laughs> I, I think I think you misunderstand me. Oh. I have been invited to the Grey Gardener's Mask. In two days' time. Oh yes, I've heard. I've heard there's a party. Yes, and uh, I've heard about it a little. <laughs> while my personal bodyguards are permitted to come with me, <sighs> alas, 
<laughs> and my bodyguards were detained and uh, executed oh. by the Grey Gardeners oh, recently. That's terrible. It was, but not even a lawful trial before their heads rolled onto the ground. Oh, no. I, I don't know if I can do much about that. I, repairing head injuries is very difficult. Well, they are beyond saving now. Look, I will not say much outside of the privacy of this conversation. I won't question the gardeners. Sort of looks around. Over each of his shoulders. Constable by this time have left. I won't say much outside of these rooms. But I will note that the timing is suspicious to occur so soon before I intended to go to this, uh, <coughs> this unprecedented event oh. and now left all alone without my guards. Oh, you believe you are in danger then? I do. I do. And while I do not intend to go along, <sighs> kind of eyes you up and down and it's a little uncomfortable. Like he's just seeing you as a thing as he looks you up and down. Takes you in your size, looks at your hands. I don't intend to go alone. I intend for you to come with me. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is... <coughs> if you'll agree to accompany me. Mm, like a date. <laughs> You're... And he sort of looks at you like this is a judge who's, who's held court quite a bit. And just sort of like lets it hang there. Like, I'm going to need to call HR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me? HR? <laughs> no. Your cover. If. This is the only way to be as my bodyguard. Oh. Uh, well, I suppose. Uh, I, I do uh, have some friends uh, who uh, have been with me what, in my time here. Um. To be honest, they are much stronger and, and better suited to this affair, but perhaps they could join us as well. You have friends, but you weren't brought in here alone, no? Uh, yes, I, I think they were getting coffee or something while I was helping the person I found. Mm -hmm. This person looks around the room again. This Grey Gardener. Oh, goodness me, is I worthy that what, what that was? Perhaps I should have you executed if you are one of them yourself. I, I, if I'm a Grey Gardener, it's news to me. I'd... At that moment, Valandro <laughs> bust in in Grey Gardener outfits. We're here for the dwarf! Call my friend. I don't know much about the Grey Gardeners, to be honest. Uh, I, I don't think it would serve you very well to execute me but that's about the best plea for my own life I could give you when <laughs> coughs again clears his throat good I have no interest in removing one of the potential allies that it sounds I might have you said you have friends though who could be willing to help oh I do believe they would be willing yes well bring them to me Oh, uh, so this is where things might get a little awkward. Uh, they are very likely trying to find a way in here to find me right now. Uh, uh, I imagine that if I step outside for a little while, I could find them in, a, say, a, an hour. 
brings him back here with I'm you. I'm very important to them, you understand. Sure. Okay, uh, just, you know, hang tight and I'll, <laughs> I'll be right back. Are we, like, pressed up against the door? This is happening almost concurrently with the two of you coming in to talk to the front desk person about, in your, in your garb, and your dress as Grey Gardener. So <laughs> I just have my manacles on still? <laughs> yes. Amazing. All right. Just standing So I just want to, like, walk out to this front area. Well, I think he'd sort of, like, on oh, the okay. desk call the, Constables, come in here! I'm sorry, I just went, like, English. <laughs> Sorry, I have to talk to them like that. <laughs> yes, they only understand me when I talk like that. Constables, come back in here. Oh, hello. Come again. Release this dwarf. Send him on his way. Oh, that feels much better. I'll see you soon, dwarf. Okay. Oh, wait, what, what, what was your name again? I am Oldwald. Carmino. Orville Carmino. I've got it. Hey. Constables, give him a, a piece of parchment with my name oh. on it. Oh, yes, this, that would be better, yes. I'm so, very old, you understand. <laughs> and so you head out of the courtroom, and like as soon as you do, the, the constables kind of direct you like, oh, that, that door is the way out. Oh, an exit. Excellent. So, what do you do? I go to the exit. Yeah. So you work for the exit, and right as you're going to the exit, you find yourself in the lobby, and standing there are two gray gardeners. Oh. Get him! Hello, <laughs> Hello gentlemen. Uh, 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 listen, I have been pardoned. Um, I'm just going to go home and fix some tea and go to bed, if you don't mind. And what do you say in return, Valentine? Kill him! <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, bother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. No, Valentine will, will look over at Dro and be like, uh, we will escort this dwarf. <laughs> we'll better get this guy out of here. <laughs> uh, oh, this one's from Texas. <laughs> what is the Texas of Galarian? Is it like somewhere in Varicia? Yeah, probably. Like Sandpoint? It is might that? be Sandpoint. <laughs> Well, you know, got that sand point sand draw. Sand point draw. We're in the Five Kings Mountains. That's where it's from. <laughs> uh, well, uh, thank you for escorting me. Uh, uh, officers? Do you go by officers? I I am um, headed yep. home to the uh, stalwart patriot, I believe, something along <laughs> those lines. <laughs> so, but seriously, Watson comes out and sees two very convincing gray oh, yeah, he, he There's no way he knows that they are who they are. And he's just... Playing I think, friendly? Even though we... I think that if Dro looked at you with the fact that he has, like, non-normal colored eyes, that you would start to put it together. And I think maybe, like, if we have, like, cloaks on or something, maybe Val will, like, brush her to the side and you'll see, like, her gun. Oh. That you would know. Oh, oh, this is funny. You're, <laughs> you're both going to die. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I don't I mean not. it like that. There's just this officer. There's, that's not what I meant. There's just this constable back there. It's like, oh fuck! Two gray gardeners came in here to a dwarf that was brought in where gardeners were killed, and then this dwarf is just giving straight face death threats to the gardeners. Oh, ignore that, officer. I'm sorry. So I think just as soon as you say, "Oh, you're going to die," the constable's like, "Oh, um, I uh, must leave to go make my rounds immediately. I am not here. I've never been here." And just leaves. <laughs> oh. Oh, no, you, you, both of you, you see. Oh, I suppose I don't have to be quiet anymore. Uh, 
No, uh, no, the uh, magistrate in there actually is hoping that we can escort him to the uh, ball thing uh, that the Grey Gardeners want to attend. Uh, that would be very convenient. Uh, yes, I, I, I agree. I think it's almost good that you got arrested. Who could have thought that this would play into the GM's hands? <laughs> Val, who, though Jane is no longer hangry, Val is still very hangry, is just staring daggers at Watson. This seems to have worked out greatly. Good job. Uh, he did mention that his bodyguards have recently been beheaded, but we can deal with that later. Uh, uh, he wants us to uh, escort him uh, to the affair. <laughs> And you're sure this isn't a trap? Oh, uh, no, absolutely not. I'm not sure. <laughs> Where, Where is this magistrate we hear so much about? Oh, he's just through the store. Would you like to come see him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like it's a puppy. Like, oh, it's right in there. You want to come see? <laughs> uh, knock, knock, knock. So, well, yeah, we'll go. We'll follow yeah, Watson. We'll follow Watson. <laughs> Watson is just getting increasingly like Mr. Rogers, yeah. old manny. You know, he's he's lived a long time in this world, and I don't think it's it's going to take a lot to scare him, essentially. You're like, whatever. He's close to death. Like, what does he care? <laughs> it's the worst that could happen. Yeah. So you all head back and open the doors, the courtroom, and... Hello. Oakdevald looks... A- we take off the Grey Gardener stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go in... We'll- so you're just naked? Yes. Okay. <laughs> No. Oh, no. Oh, oh, Watson is. I guess not. Um, No, I'm in in my normal, like, bent over. You're in Drosharis garb? I'm in Drosharis garb. Not the other character who you definitely aren't also? Right. Oh, hello, uh, uh, Ortvold. Ortvold. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, these are two of my friends uh, that I was just telling you about. Like I said, uh, they were quite close, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are back remarkably quick. Uh, like I told you, they, they care about me a, a great deal, so. He sort of looks at both of you, and uh, who, are, who are you? Does it matter? Oh. <laughs> it does to me. If you are going to, as your friend proclaims, defend me. Come with me to this event. Act in... And then once again, he's this one. He's also like tolerating constables to get out. Act in open opposition, potentially. And why are you so interested in being in opposition to the Grey Gardeners? What are you implying? It just seems like a bold thing to do. I uh, have no love of their work for their subversion of the law. Can I, can Val do a perception? That's your bonus. Plus 25, but uh, I get a plus, she has the lie detector feat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, plus one if he's trying to lie to me. Plus 26. He's hard to read, but you see, it seems like he's being sincere. Okay. Saying... Lying about being in opposition to the gardeners is basically a death sentence. Or like saying that you're in opposition to the gardeners is sort of a death sentence. Mm-hmm. So either you really mean it or you're a trap. Yeah. I have heard that you are in need of new bodyguards. What happened to your previous employees? Ugh. They were framed. 
by the gardeners. Like yes. in actual pictures? Or? No. The gardeners, and he looks around again just to double check. The gardeners brought claims against me not just a week ago, but they did not stick. Instead, it stuck to my bodyguards, and now they have died. What were the claims? Don't worry about it. The gem did not prepare them. No. They said that I was embezzling funds, that I had taken bribes and was blackmailing the citizens of Ritron. Were you? No, and I never would. How many men have you sent to their deaths from this room? Me? I do not send men to their death. The gardeners do that enough on their own. The few trials that I get to oversee here are usually so small that they do not raise the attention of the gardeners. Oh, this is a petty claims court. It has become (laughs) as such. I do what I can here to enforce law, and there are some who will spend their lives rotting in our jails. But there is little need to proclaim a sentence of death from a courtroom when a masked man or woman will accost you in the street, kidnap you from your bed at night, take you away from your family, your friends, your job, and end your life to... For what? Their own ends? Their own secretive means? It is not law, it is not justice, it is just violence. I agree. And if we told you that we had our own ends, which required... Removing some of the Grey Gardeners? Well, well, I suppose I care about all who might vote for me in the election this year. I care perhaps less for those who hide behind a mask. Oh, I'm afraid I can't vote. Hey, no, it's a... <laughs> has he always like this? Yes. Yes. Always. I've just met him, but yes. yes. Always. <laughs> he said you were very good friends. For the last three days, yes. We're not really... We have fought some harrowing battles in those few days. Maybe you should be in my courtroom. Uh, we have certainly destroyed some property in town. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway. I don't know, I kind of... Joshars pulls the bloody gardener mask out of his bag and throws it on the ground to like show him, like, we're here for our, our own... We're here for our own purposes. We have no love for the Great Gardeners either, so if you can help us, perhaps we can help you. But if you betray us or this is some kind of trap, as you can see, there will will be hell to pay. Look, if I... If I was aligned with the Gardeners, I would utter nothing but benign proicisms about them. Look, check my public record, do your research on me, and you'll find I've done nothing of the kind. I've done my research on you, and I suspect you were the other forms seen fleeing the people's maps earlier today, yes? No. Yes, they were, yes. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Damn it, Watson. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'm a literal legendary liar, and I can't do it because Watson is just over here ruining every plan. Oh, were we not supposed to tell you? No, Watson. Look, I would not have extended to you the offer that I did. I would not have spoken so freely if I had not 
look into you in the time you were here. What do you think you sat so long in that cell, old dwarf? Yes, it was very cold. Well, it is still warmer than a grave. Oh. Which is where you will find yourself if you continue to so garishly oppose the gardeners here in Litron. Okay, so what do you suggest? Something a bit more subtle. And he pushes across his desk to you a small slate tablet. Take this. Valgraphs. This is a, an enchanted slate. A slate of distant letters, no? What you write on this will appear on here, and he holds up a similar looking one. Interesting. Keep, and what I write on here will appear on there. And he sort of writes on there just like an X and it shows up and begins to disappear. Ooh, fascinating. How do we know that it's you who has the other tablet? Oh, that's a good question. They are matched pairs. These two were made together. Brother and sister, siblings, if you will. I mean, that you're not dead and someone else has it. Well, if I am dead, then it does not matter to me. Does but... it have FaceTime? Uh, no, is it, it is at least an iPhone 4? <laughs> I, I, I use Android. Oh, God. We're no wonder this country's in shit. <laughs> We're never going to find a charger for this thing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's USB-Z. <laughs> it's just real pain. We just leave. We just go home. We should find a new adventure. Yeah. <laughs> we are going straight to Numeria. <laughs> and we're going to kill all the androids. <laughs> it actually would be a great joke if you did a campaign up in Numeria. Because isn't that where the androids landed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We only use androids up here. That's so, why I'm still doing French for androids. All androids are French now. Yeah. It's canon. So uh, when and where do we need to meet up with you? Or I'll, You cannot get into the mask without an invitation. So you will have to come with me. Oh, uh... Like this, and I pull one out of a pocket. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I guess we can thank our garish methods for that. <laughs> oh, that was a good line. <laughs> and I think for the first time, he does like almost crack. Like it's one of those smiles you can only kind of see like in the cheek muscles, but not at all on his on his mouth. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose it could aid my protection if they do not know that you are there. Well, it's simple. Tell me what phrase should I include? If you want to know that it is only me, I shall include a phrase of your choice so you know someone else has not taken my tablet if I didn't put a message for you under the the guise of me. Can you please write on it? I've done terrible things to a rhino. (laughs) And then we will all know. know Uh, This is an odd phrase, but sure, I I can write that. Oh. hardly knew ye. <laughs> you just resettle your rhino hide armor. <sighs> I do not need you to stay so close to me as to be obvious, but if you are to arrive at the mask around when I do, just keep your eyes on me and should I need anything I will uh, I will let you know upon the slate if something is amiss, no? So, should we send, like, a couple of us with him and a couple of us going on the other invitation. And that way it's not immediately obvious that we're all in a group together. It I might think be that good what? if I uh, disguise myself as a gardener because I've been seen. Mm-hmm. So I can keep my face covered. Mm-hmm. Well, and keep in mind it is a masquerade ball, yeah. period. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And Never mind. I would say Watson goes separately with his own 
um, with the invite, mm-hmm. and then we go as bodyguards. Mm-hmm. I like it. So no Watson would... and uh, Fox go together. Dro and Val go with the magistrate. Mm-hmm. But magistrate. Yes. Does this uh, job pay at all? <laughs> you required our services before you found out that we had similar means. And honestly, an it sounds like a bodyguard for you deserves hazard pay. So. Well, I have already let your friend here free, even though it won't draw upon me the eye of the gardeners. And Th- this is true. As I said, only a matter of time before we took care of that. But wait, yeah, what? we really actually didn't need you for that. I, did, I didn't. Need I you. have quick unlock. <laughs> so, right <laughs> as I said, I did not just ask strangers. I knew from what I heard, and I've done my research before I offered it here to your friend and throw him to you this invitation. Wait. You were using me? Yes. Oh. Yes, I was. This always happens to me. Have you been following <laughs> us, Magistrate? Not so much. There are so many coming into town right now, I cannot keep track of them all, but when word reaches me from my constables that two gardeners were slain in public... <clears throat> well, then... Then I take note, and I think perhaps there are those who have uh, interests aligning with mine. I think that when, uh, I don't know if it's maybe the way that Dro asked it, but when he says, have you been following us? I think Val's going to maybe like make a little mental note of that. Like, why? Like, do you have concerns that someone is following us? Right. Because none of my perception checks have turned up that I feel like anybody's watching us. Well. I will say that uh, if you are going to be so gauche as to require payment, it is not completely out of the question. He pulls a sack out from under the desk and just chucks it your way. Payment up front to ensure that our uh, futures are entwined by more than just ideological options, but that you have gold enough to motivate you to do what it is you, your friend said he would do. We do have to pay rent, you understand? Sure. Soul Mamas is not free. So you just casually drop where you're staying? No. <laughs> I, I said it was the Starward Patriot. That's true. Starward Patriot is not free. It actually is notably expensive. Yes. Yeah, 10 gold a night. Actually, let's just ask him for that. Just cover our room with the Starward. Well, you did check to the bag. You got it. Yeah. It's a uh, hundred copper pieces. It's not, it's much heavier than that, but you can figure that out. Do you check when you get the gold? Are you one of those like, how much did you pay? No. Okay. I think uh, (laughs) if it comes down to payment, Val, who is a lady of luxury already, would just say, I don't require any money from you. But what I do require is that should we all live through this party, which seems unlikely at this point, you remove any information that you can within your official records of the name de Castel. <laughs> I suppose if you are able to help me here, that shouldn't be something I should consider. Well, meet me at the mask then. It sounds like you will send... You will meet me there. I do not need you to accompany me personally unless uh, you wish to. I'm not sure if you two had that in-game. Was mm-hmm. that conversation in-game? But I'm like, well, I guess two of us will go with him. Or? Yeah. I think we would probably would have planned that with him, yeah. that like, okay. Drosharis and Val will walk in with him as bodyguards, and sure. the other two will arrive on their own invitation. 
Of course. Um, look at the part of Bati. Look at the part of Bati guards. Do me that favor. But uh, you must still, of course, wear a mask and don't look too disheveled. This is a party, after all. Uh, I have no guarantees about that. Well, it sounds like you will be arriving under your own invitation, oh. and it matters to me less how you look. I'll comb my hair. But... Actually, I think Val might even try to be just like a, like a plus one, like just arrive as kind of part of the entourage. You know, like maybe not even overtly bodyguardy, because a lot of her weapons are hidden. So she might just try to like blend in as though she's just like a, you know, going in with the magistrate. It's the same as Drow. He looks like an old man with a cane. Brandon, you shall accompany me. Uh, I do not think it will raise too many eyebrows that it would be difficult for me to acquire bodyguards after the fate of my last retinue, but that is neither here nor there. The hour grows late and I wish to go home and sleep. Oh, yes, that does sound wonderful, doesn't it? Uh, be gone. Oh, oh, yes, okay. And he stands up and walks out of the back of the room. Rather abrupt, isn't he? He's French. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I guess... Uh, Val can also use a night's sleep. Yeah. We probably should inform Fox of our, um, endeavors. What about the halfling? Mm. What should we do? You're right, killer. <laughs> Just let her go? I think there's a way we can use her, but I don't know quite how yet. I wonder what class she is. We should ask her when we get back. Oh. Gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> we can pay over these copper pieces. So do you I want know. to check out the bag at this point? Yeah. It's got 3,000 gold in it. Holy. Whoa. I have friends in high places, I, I suppose. So we don't tell Fox, right? 1,000, <laughs> 1,000 each. You've got it. <laughs> you don't want to murder people, but you're okay with stealing money. Uh, I'm... <laughs> Neutral, not <laughs> lawful. <laughs> I yeah, I think Val would just start making way back to Soul Mamas. Yeah. So, is everyone just gonna go back and rest for the night? The plan. I'll do the rooftop scouting on my way back. Like I'll break off from the group and look for people that are following us. Look for okay people that are. Not necessarily just the shadowy figure, but we did just do a murder today, and we're sure. trying to get rid of it. <laughs> do a murder? We, we did, a murder. did do a murder today. You unalived a couple people? <laughs> um, I do believe that as we're walking back, a uh, bird lands on Watson's shoulder. He's like, Albert, I told you to try and inform my friends of where I was. It took you forever. <laughs> well, that's not my fault. Uh, what do you expect me to do about it? <laughs> well, that's fair. Val is so annoyed. <laughs> Just like stomping back. <laughs> so if you all get back, let's let's follow Drosharis for a bit. Are you just kind of keeping an eye out for follows? Are you doing any investigation? I'm watching, I'm watching them and invest. Yeah, I'm doing some investigating. Like, so I guess what I'm looking for is on the way back. Yes, making sure that no one's tailing us mm-hmm. um, from the gardeners or the magistrate. Sure. Um, and. I guess in with that, like making sure that I'm like a bodyguard from afar. Mm-hmm. So if it's just them two and somebody tries to go after him right now, that I jump in there too. So I guess scouting slash. Sure. Yeah. So the walk back is relatively uneventful. 
They make it back to Soul Mother's Herbs. They enter in there. Wiz Khalifa's plan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they come in, and it's uh, it's dark when you get there. No so, lights are on. Soul Mama's is dark? Yeah. Is it normally dark? I mean, it's it's after hours. Okay. You've only been... You don't really have much of a baseline. You've been there for maybe two nights. Can I okay. do a perception? Sure. What, what are you looking for? Uh, Actually, I have a feat for this. Sure. I have... That's odd. Well, I think maybe that only works the first time I go in. What does it say? Hmm. Uh, Automatically notice one non-obvious thing. Uh, or I immediately notice one thing out of the ordinary. The GM determines what it is or whether there's nothing reasonable to pick up, skipping obvious clues that can be easily noticed without a check or specifically looking for them. You learn only that an area or an object is suspicious, but not why it's suspicious. You see the front door to the shop has a small, maybe four or five inch by four or five inch bit broken out near the door handle. Uh, I would I would note that because Watson is a dwarf, he mm -hmm. has dark vision. Sure, it's it's subtle. It's not that you can't see it. And you're on a street that has some lighting and a moonlight out, so it's low light at, at worst. So I actually just imagine that Val is kind of like absent. She's maybe like walking ahead of Watson. She knows Dro is back there somewhere as we're walking up, and she's kind of just ignoring this background chatter of Watson and his bird. <laughs> and, yeah, and it like almost misses it but then walks up and see and just notices the gap missing and just stops and holds out a hand to Watson. Oh, oh. Hold on. And then she kind of looks around like, cause she, can she see Dro anywhere? No, but you know, he's up there. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe it's been long enough to where she has some sort of little hand signal or she'll raise a hand and yeah. <laughs> and she'll go, your side. He just like shows up next to you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Something's wrong in the store. There's a gap. There's a piece of wood missing from the door. Glass. Piece of glass missing from the door. And she'll start like kind of creeping up to it. Same. I'm going to do. I'm going to do some perception. I, what I'm listening for is people moving around in there. Um... She's going to text Fox. You yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. I want to know if <laughs> I can up. hear Fox in there. New phone, who dis? Uh, Watson will be detecting magic. Mm. Val pulls her gun out. So Val, you're sneaking up. Josharis, mm -hmm. are you focusing more on sneaking up or on trying to see into the shop? I'm focused more on... Yeah, I would sneak up. Okay, you're sneaking yeah. up. Watson, you're also... You're detecting magic from a range? Are you walking up? From a... Well... Yeah, he would be behind them, so probably leaving a gap. Letting okay. them frontline whatever we're about to go into. Sure, 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 of course. We're also not, I'm making sure, I am not like lining up in some perfect line. Like I'm, if she's at the front window, I'm kind of sneaking to the side window. Sure, of course, of course. Fox, yeah. what have you been up to? It's been a couple hours. Uh, I think just resting. He, he took some damage in the last battle. Sure. He's expended some spells and racial abilities etc i think he's mostly just like waiting and i don't think he's being too i think he feels safe this is Drosharis' safe place mm -hmm. so i don't think he's like being overly alert but um just mostly just kind of making small talk with 
the halfling and uh, kicking it. So for absolutely no reason at all, when you're resting there, do you think you would have taken your armor off? Uh, mm, no, I don't think he was sleeping. Sure. I think he was just waiting. Just and, pop and squat. Yeah, just kind of kicked up. Like like when we were having our conversation, he was like kicked back against the wall, just kind of waiting. Does he do anything to pass the time? He might write in his journal a little bit. I think Tristel's probably scrolling like just nervously writing out like a map or just like sort of detailing like a place from memory as well the two of you are just there I think it's been a couple hours until what's your perception DC 10 plus your perception bonus mm. let me just obviously vamp for time for a second while a player looks that up when I sprung if this, this on halfling ends up screwing us over mm -hmm. I quit the game sure all right, Trent, you'll run two characters then? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Both spellcasters? I am terrified to run your character. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's so a lot. What's the, what's the, or what's the... 10 plus your perception bonus. So 32. Okay. I think, and this is just my, my gut instinct here, is that you're sitting down there, you're, you're journaling about your day, and it's during that time that you don't hear anything at all Great. Yeah. <laughs> like a void of, of noise no just normal sounds but you notably you don't hear Kenzen come home mm. you don't hear Aww. so it's been a couple hours you're there let's cut back up to the three people we have upstairs you're, you're circling in on the building it's dark you see a bit of a broken window pane near the door to go in. Jason Drosharis is sort of circling over to a window. There's a big curved window at the edge. And uh, what's Val doing? What's Valentine up to? I think she's just creeping right now as much as she can be stealthy up mm -hmm. in, up to the area that she noticed. So yeah, it's like the, the front, front door. Front door. Mm -hmm. So can I see through the front door? It's like a pane of glass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think she's going to like kind of try to keep her cover, but peek in a little bit, see if she can see anything in there. So you look in, you've got your perception bonus right here, mm -hmm. and you don't see anything in there. It's pitch black in some places. No candles are lit. No magical lights on. What do you do? Is the door open? It's closed, but you see shards of glass on the floor inside of the door. Mm. She's going to kind of look over, make eye contact with Watson and Drow, and she's going to open the door and start going in. What about Watson? Can you cast light? So here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, druids are very strange in their spellcasting. Uh, uh, the answer being no. All right. Yeah, she. I think she has like no... Light. I don't think she can see. If you can't see in the dark, I would recommend you not be the one that goes in. But I, you're also like already on your way. Yeah, I also think that she just would. Okay. Know, like, so you open the door. Why creep in? And I mean, she, like I said, she's definitely making eye contact with Dro. Like, hey, going in, come help me. And you work your way into the room, and right as you get in there maybe 10 feet into the room, 
you just see two shapes start to move. And as those forms move, I'm going to need everyone to roll for initiative. Just oh, don't feel like it. Boy. I don't want to. So real quick, let's talk about initiative and what's going on. I'm going to need stealth initiative. <laughs> What'd you get, Jason? Maddie Twins only. Yeah, that's a natural 20 uh, face. I'm going to need stealth initiative from Drosharis and Valentine. I'd like perception initiative from Watson and perception initiative from Fox. <laughs> what is stealth initiative? Your Just stealth. Your stealth check. Exact opposite. <laughs> Numero uno. <laughs> oh. Rolled a big, fat, unlucky number. Okay. Uh... Let's let's talk with some high numbers. So you know, you rolled a nine for twenty. Or just count us up from the top. Uh, Drosharis, would you would you roll? Forty six. Okay, let me just put Ooh, one of my creatures in front of you. Let me just put one of my creatures <laughs> yeah, in front okay. of you. Yeah. Is he roll a fifty or something? His actual initiative is fifty. Yes. Okay. God. Okay. So who's got who's got below? Would you say forty? Forty seven. Forty six. Who's got below a forty? Who's got above a forty? Silence. Okay, how about above 35? Okay, how about above 30? <laughs> I do. I have a 33. Okay, above 25? 27. I have 26. Okay. So this, this narratively will work out great then. So, your stealth bonus, Valentine, is that. This fucker's perception... Is uh gonna be just oh, high enough. They look friendly. So Valentine, yeah. this maybe totally. they're just looking for herbs. Yeah. This lumbering, just like kind of big, muscular, strong shape, takes the first action to stride up immediately next to you. That one there on the south is going to the one there on the south is gonna move up right next to you, and you see that it's holding Which in its hands north? this long chain dangling out of each end of its hands, and over its head is this like blood-red executioner's hood. And it strides oh. up to you, and it lashes out with this chain right at your neck as it just sort of swings the chain right for you. Swings. 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 That's Swings. somehow so much worse. <laughs> exactly. Alright, so that's going to be 45 to hit. Uh, yes. So the chain, whoosh, and it he's going to use, I'm just going to preemptively go ahead and tell you, it's going to use his third and final action to wrap the chain around your neck. So good. Oh, oh this is like that first battle guy did. Mm -hmm. The bloated, gross guy. Yeah, there's something going down with these like weird people we're fighting, and they're all the same. It's all about that bloat. Ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag that bloat life. <laughs> bloat life. Okay, so that's going to be a simple amount of damage that requires me doing math. So I should have prepared for this more. Get yourself a calculator. So it's going to be 21 points of dam of slashing damage. Hey. And then you will also have 2d8 persistent bleed damage on you. Ow. As it slashes open parts of your neck. So does that mean I have to take 2d8 damage every round at the end of your turn we'll take care of it at the end of your turn don't worry about it wait it doesn't have to do anything to choke me it just says 
you just say, I'm going to choke you now? Well, it's not choking you. This, this cuts you so deep that you'll be bleeding. Like, these wounds will continue to bleed from turn to turn. But it doesn't have to try to, like, grapple me to do that? Well, he has a special ability called grab. When he hits with this attack, <sighs> he may spend one action for free to grab you. So, no, it still takes action economy. It isn't totally free. He now will not do an additional thing this turn. But that chain, whoosh, like, kind of grabs around your neck. Blades from the chain just cutting into your skin. And from beneath this deep blood red executioner's hood, which you can't even really see because it's so freaking dark in here. You can just hear him say, you are no longer welcome in the town. It is time for your meddling friends and you to leave. And uh, Drosharis, it's your turn. Hate this game. You have dark vision and you're standing in front of a big floor to ceiling plate glass window through which you can see this happen. What do you do? Um, Break it. Okay. Turn it into a door. Sure. I'm gonna free action yell for Fox. Okay. Just like top of my Fox, and then some neighbors like, "Why is someone yelling Fox?" <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> um. All right, so you're gonna break through the window, and here's what I'm gonna say: I'm gonna require an athletics check, and if you pass, that will just count as difficult terrain to Kool Aid Man through that wall. What do you got? Jason's doing math. What's the... What are we doing? Athletics. Athletics. 28. It's going to be enough. It's just a glass window. You shatter that window. Okay. What did you just... Did you say that was a natural one? I rolled a one. Okay, so that does degrade the success. That okay. was not a critical success. That success becomes a failure. So you... And just kind of bounce off the window a little bit. Uh, can I do it again? Yeah. So your first action you spent just like hitting the wall. Five. That's going to be higher. You shatter it with your, your gauntleted fists because you do have a big gauntlet yeah, big on your gauntlet, fist, right? Yeah. That's been sort of like, I imagine it's in, sort of hidden until like you can touch the part of your ring that hides hides it and it just sort of, you can see it visually become apparent right as your fist strikes the wall, the gauntlet materializes around your hand and just shatters the glass as you step through. So, it'll be a part of a movement action. That counts as difficult terrain so dub an additional five feet of movement to move through that space as a part of breaking it and you've spent one action to punch already. So you stride through the glass, making some noise as you move into the room. You can see there's that second figure in there. I get up. I have two actions left or one action left? Actually, Joe Sharks, what I'll say is, although I have the mini on the map preemptively, you don't see anyone there. You just see the one figure that stepped out to mess oh, with uh, okay. to mess with Valentine. So you'll stride down there across the room, right up next to the one who's got a chain wrapped around your... Mm -hmm. Maybe friend is a strong word. Your party member's neck. Yeah. I feel like we're friends, but fuck you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why we're not friends. Um. <laughs> so you got one action left. Swing. Do you have your sword out? Yeah. Okay. Your big, fierce-looking blade. This is your first attack of the round. 35. 35 is going to be a big, fat miss. Okay. As it sort of like hits against this creature, like dodges most of it, some of it hits it, and maybe it's leather armor. It just doesn't seem to quite grab purchase. All right, now stepping out of the shadows comes that second large shape that I already placed the miniature down on the map for. And he's just going to stride over directly to the north of you, Drosharis, okay. flanking you with the other sort of hulking shape inside this shop. He seems similarly outfitted and equipped, a large, just like slab of a body, thick, meaty, chain dangling out of each hand strides over to you 
goes for the same thing, aims to wrap that chain right around your neck. I also have deny advantage, just so you know. Oh, good to know. Uh, and that's, 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 well, here's the thing. Deny advantage is for creatures that are your level or lower, right? For those of you who are listening, deny advantage is representing like a fighter or a participant in combat who's so aware of their surroundings and environment that people who would normally gain like advantage by flanking them or being in an advantageous situation, the fighter's just so alert and so trained that they can normally prevent that from giving but their opponent But right is, is character, let's see, creatures of level or lower or creatures of your level or lower. These creatures are higher level than okay. you. Oh, so, oh no. In this case, Great. you have a minus two to your AC okay. because you're being flanked. All right, that's uh, that might be a miss here. Let's go ahead and talk about a 37 against your AC minus yep. two. That's a hit. Yep. So same thing, wraps around your neck and we're going to go ahead and do 26 points of damage and it starts cutting open these same wounds around your neck where you start to bleed out. Valentine, it's your turn. You're currently considered, oh, and I will use my last action to grab you, Fox, uh, you're not Fox, <sighs> grab you, Drosharis. Valentine, you are grabbed, which mm-hmm. just means you cannot move away and you are flat-footed as the chain's wrapped around you. Okay, but I still get my same number of actions? Correct. What do you want to do? <clears throat> okay, um, well, I already said my gun was out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, gonna do a quick reload of that. I imagine she would have loaded it up just, like, throughout the day after the last fight. It it makes sense that you can start with your gun loaded. That feels perfectly fine to me. Okie dokie. Um, well, I'm going to, first and foremost, just try to shoot the guy who's grabbing me. Okay. So? In melee. In melee. Yeah, shoot in melee. God damn it! (laughs) What'd you get? (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Just move on. Just forget my turn. Is it a natural one? It's not a natural one. It's worse. It's a natural five, which is annoying because it's just like, it's not as bad as a one, but it's still really bad. It's 34 to hit. Oh, that, uh, that's still a miss. Okay. So, uh, second action, I'm going to do a reloading strike. So I'm going to lash out and strike with the dagger. Was your dagger out? I can, we've covered this before. I have the thing where I can grab it out, I think. I think it's as a part of rolling initiative. You declare that you draw your weapons. Okay, I didn't do that, so I'm going to... No, you totally can. You totally can. It's still the first round of combat, so you can do that. Okay. So I can do the reloading strike. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to try to stab him, uh-huh. and as I do that, I can reload the gun with one hand. Perfect. So... Second attack penalty. Yeah. You got to stab at the chain still Go wrapped around s- your neck. You're fighting back, trying to breathe. What do you got? Uh, Listen, Val's got a lot going on. It's Uh been a long day. Did today start with that fight where we got attacked by rocks? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a 32. That's still a miss. Okay. Got one action left. I'm just going to try to shoot this guy one final time with my newly reloaded pistol. Third attack action penalty. What do you got? I just want to point out that I've rolled a natural five, a natural six, and a natural eight. Gross. Is this going to be a miss, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's just going to be a miss. So, Drosharis, you were right there next to a firearm that's going off in an enclosed space. <laughs> Twice. Mop. 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 <laughs> that's, uh, that's how you get tinnitus. Uh, Fox, you're downstairs just chilling, and you hear, in rapid succession, Fox, shattering glass, and then two gunshots. <laughs> oh, oh, I think I'll go upstairs. My He's like, here. it's probably nothing. Yeah. Just gotta uh, keep lock the down door. Here. <laughs> uh... 
Tristel is just looking at you, eyes wide. What is happening? I'm not sure, but stay down here. Of course. And he'll uh, use one of his focus points. Oh, shit. And um, cast Hasted Assault. Oh, shit. Which is basically um, haste for one minute. Oh, dang. Okay. That takes two actions to do that, though. Okay. So he'll use his other two actions to get upstairs, I'm assuming. Well, it's, yeah. And I was going to say, it will take you, so you're not on the map. Uh, Drosharis has sort of like a secret area, so I didn't draw it on the map, but here's sure. what I was going to say. Two actions worth of movement will place you, and you see that back room? Mm-hmm. There's a room sort of behind the main shop to the northeast. You will appear in that room for two actions. So that's your turn, and that will put you there. Yep, perfect. So if someone could just check. Oh, I couldn't even see that, so thanks. So you. Oh, that's a boom. <laughs> you... Come up through, I imagine like a trap door in that yeah. back room there for your turn. Watson, uh, you've seen this happen. Mm. Also, for what it's worth, uh, Jane, Valentine, it didn't matter because you didn't hit, but if you do roll successfully to hit, because it's so dark, you're going to have 50%. I said it's low light because of the moonlight. Uh, it's going to be a, a mischance, essentially, until you can create light in there. Because right now, the only light is a light that's coming in through the windows into the shop. If you go deeper into the shop, it will be where they like, were standing in the far corners. That is pitch black. That's a 50% mm-hmm. mischance. Right now, it's just uh, got a, I think it's a 20%. Just got to roll five on a D20. The muzzle flashes don't count as light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a rule for that in Starfinder? There but is. Not in, uh, not in Of course there is. Of course, yeah. Um, All right, Watson, what are you doing? Uh, what does the shape of a 20-foot burst look like? So it's going to be four squares across. Two wide, four squares across, two up. You can look it up online. We need to look. But basically, I mean, it's it's the shape of a twenty foot burst. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it is the thing that it is. What spell are you thinking about casting? While I Jared looks up, would like burst. to cast mm-hmm. so that it at least gets uh, Val. Go on. Uh, Field of life. Oh, okay. Great. Which what does that do? Uh, every each living creature that starts in the turn in its turn in the area regains one d eight hit points. Oh, okay, excellent. And an undead creature that starts its turn in the area takes one d eight positive or one d eight positive damage if they so happen to be undead, which I doubt. But still, okay. So you can for sure check Discord. You can for sure ch- oh, uh, place God. a twenty foot burst sort of located at the west edge of the shop so that it cusps into the space that Val. Uh, Valentine is standing in because Valentine it's sort of like Valentine and then to the east of Valentine is a row of this figure uh, Drosharis and then another one of these darkened figures yeah so cool. even just those those first two um, spots there's essentially and then sort of so you know just place it sort of Venn diagramming into the front of the shop it's right there okay I can see is the back yeah, end that, of that's, it that's the front end back. of it essentially yeah. or the it's a sphere, right. so yes, that's the side of it. Yeah. Uh, and she. All right, so you, you cast that spell. Yeah. And when it, when do they regain the hit points? Is it on their turn? At uh, at the start of their turn. Great. Uh, it's one d eight. Uh, sustained up to a minute. Okay. So that's two action cast. Yep, you got one action left. And uh, a cantrip of guidance for Drasharis. Oh yeah. And so remember. You'll uh, use it or lose it. You'll, if you don't, you'll be, may not you'll be, be able to reach that. Let me see. Checking the distance over here. I think you're probably going to be just in. Uh, I'm outside of it, but I will cast it on Val. Okay. So Yay. Val's got that. All right. Thanks, now, top buddy. Of turn two. 
It's that sort of southern hulking shape in there. One end of the chain already around Val's neck. It's a plus one bonus you can use on saves, checks, or an attack. It's usable once. You must declare it before you roll it. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you just... It's basically any d20. Yeah, essentially. Well, Lord knows I need that. Yeah. All right. So with it around your neck, he's going to spend an action to just tighten the chain. Oh, and I did forget at the end of your turn to take your bleed damage. Oh, I'm so glad I remembered that. I remembered that. Me too. <laughs> All right, you're going to take eight points of damage from bleed, and then, Jane, go ahead and give me a flat check, so a d20 with no modifier to see if you stop bleeding. Okay, hold on a sec. Okay. You don't seem very happy about taking extra damage. I'm unhappy about it. Okay. Okay. What's your What's the number? That a, I don't know. What do you think? Is that flat? Yeah, that's flat. That's flat. It's, what is it? It's an eight. Okay, so all that means is that you continue to bleed. Okay. So this thing wraps around your neck. It's going to take an action to do something called greater constrict, and it will start choking the life out of your body and the air out of your lungs. I need you to give me a fortitude save. <sighs> okay. I'm going to use this plus one that okay. uh, Watson gave me. So the, the primal... Magic. Do we have to say elements. patches before or after? You can use a patch after you roll. If you if okay. you see the result of the roll. Okay. Fortitude save. Patch yep. in. What do you got? I'm going to use a patch. Okay. Ooh. Patch in the roll. You just chuck that patch too. Okay. Uh, What's your total? Thirty-five. Oh, that's a failure. Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Oh. So <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> So let's, gonna die. let's talk through this rule and what happens. Greater Constrict's really fun. So right off the bat... <laughs> I can't believe I spent 20 minutes writing a flashback scene for this character today. <laughs> and you'll <laughs> never get to use die. it. Just change the names and use it for the next one. <laughs> That's true. All right, so you're going to go ahead and you're going to take 17 points of damage. Oof. And are you for the really fun part? No. Okay. How about now? Yeah, okay. Hit me. Perfect. Uh, you fall unconscious. Oh, good. Crap. You are completely unconscious, still bleeding, still inside this chain. Guys, do something. <laughs> so <laughs> you are, Here's an interesting note. You are unconscious. You are not dying, but you are unconscious. Okay, so I just get to do nothing. Is she suffocating? Get to bleed. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know, that's a really good question. No, not really? suffocating. This action can just be taken multiple times and continue choking the life out because what is preventing her from breathing is this chain constricting. Uh, there is still air around. I'm going to double check on that when someone else is talking, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Okay, so it has two actions left, and that wasn't a strike. That's just a cool ability. So now it's going to chain strike at the grappled and flanked Drosharis. Let's see if I can hit. I think it's probably going to be a big fat miss. How do you feel about 38? Oh, and you're flat, and you're flat footed. So, plus yep. it's a hit. Oh, God, I'm having a good day. Oh, those are some high and low numbers. So that's going to be. That's going to come out to 28 points of damage. And it's going to go ahead and uh, it's going to grab you as well for its final action. You're grabbed by two separate characters. Okay. These chains are long enough. They can grab someone with each end of the chain. Drosharis, it's your turn. What are you going to do? What's, uh, how you feeling? 
Josharis is going to... Bite at the one next to... Or that's holding on to Val as well. Okay, at the southern one? Uh-huh. Your teeth are out. All right, oh. you're going for the bite. 32. Okay, and this is just a to hit? Yep. That's going to be a miss. Okay. Um... All right, next, I'm just going to swing the sword then. All right. That's the same one. Sword's out. You're just swinging while grabbed. Um, 40. No, sorry, 39. 39, that, even with the second attack penalty? Yeah. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Excellent. This is a bastard sword, right? Mm-hmm. The sword just cuts into this thing. So what kind of damage are we damage. 24 points of damage. All right. So it just cuts into them. All right, 24 points of damage. Um, and you then got one action left. Yeah, I'm going to swing again at him. Natty 20. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, what, so what's the result? 44. Okay, so that will be a critical hit. That's, oh, hell yeah. God, I always forget how high of a bonus to hit fighters have. I'm like, that's your third attack. Shouldn't it be really low to hit now. So that's going to be a card. Tell me when to stop shuffling. Stop. All right. This is with your sword? Mm-hmm. So this is a slashing, right? Mm-hmm. So this is going to make the target flat-footed until the end of its next turn. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, slash yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead. Roll your double damage. And the critical specialization of a sword is bleed, right? Yes. I actually, that mine has special stuff. Okay. We'll talk through that then in a yeah. moment. Do your damage first. No, it's for axes. Was the damage. Jesus. I, actually, no, it's not. Is that what it is for swords? Yeah, I think swords are So my damage. sword, you're made off balance of your attack, become flat-footed until the start of your next turn. Oh, sick. Oh. I also have fearsome. Okay. So you are frightened two. Okay. Ooh, frightened two? Yep. Um, see if this wow. other stuff. So talk us through this a little bit. Hang on, I have one more I'm reading. Oh, God. All right, so you just... Try to bite at it, can't quite sink in through that thick hood, and then just take two hacking slashes with that sword right into his body. On And it's also wounding. So I have a wounding weapon. Okay. Um, when I critically hit with a wounding weapon, I deal an extra 1d6 persistent bleed damage. Okay. All right. It'll bleed on its turn. That's right. But I'll note that, but keep me honest. I'll keep you. I'll keep this here. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? I'm Is that the final action? Striking. That just makes it go up. Cool. That's it. So frightened to bleed damage. All right. And flat-footed. And when it's, when it's not your turn in a second, go ahead and check into what the critical specialization is for swords and it check the woo. Flat-footed. It is oh, flat-footed. Flat yeah, I have swords? it right here. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You're, so the sword specialization makes you flat-footed. The fearsome makes you frightened too. Jesus. And the wounding makes you D6 bleed. Oh, sorry. On a critical yeah. hit, it deals <clears throat> 1d12 persistently that's, damage. That's what I thought, but I didn't yep. want to say anything because it helped me out if I stayed quiet. All right, so you slash bitch. into that. Uh, end of your turn, you're going to take 2d8 bleed damage. Okay. It's going to be two points of... Let me double check this on plus. Yep, just two points of bleed. Go ahead and give me a flat d20 check to see if you stop bleeding. And it's then going to be the northern... What's the DC? You're looking for uh, 15 or higher to stop bleeding. I rolled a 20. So, so you are really no matter. longer. You take that damage, Look but you are no thing. longer bleeding. <laughs> Money. That, I know. Is that, is that the die tonight? That's the one. 
All right. So how much damage was it? Two? Just two points of damage. I rolled really low, and I won't get to roll against you again yet. The one to the north, though, has a chain wrapped around your neck, so the first thing it's going to try to do is choke you unconscious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me a fortitude oh, yeah. saving throw. As he starts to choke you out, just, you need to get out of town. Stop meddling. You do not belong. It feels so good. I got a 48. <laughs> Yes, you're fine. <laughs> yes. Also, <laughs> we'll still take. Oh God, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying. You said they had red hoods on. Uh-huh. Like they don't look like gray gardeners. Gray gardeners can wear all kinds of different color. Their faces are always well, then, covered. Why are they called gray? Yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. of them wear Good gray point. robes. There are some major plot holes in this mm-hmm. whole scenario. Sure, 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 sure. We're writing a strongly worded email to Paisa. Yeah. After we die. Continuity. <laughs> Yeah, whoever's dead, whoever dies first, you can just hang out in the episode and write strongly worded letters. Well, it's going to be me. So I'll just start in on that draft. All right. So you're going to go ahead and take a little bit of damage. You succeeded. Wait, what was your save again, Jason? 40. 48, I think. 48. Oh, shit. That's a critical success. So you take no damage. Okay. And you just keep, I guess, flex against it and keep that chain from constricting around your neck. That's okay. And uh, he's gonna just—he's just gonna try for it again because you're already unconscious on the floor there. That's, that's the one back here, or this one. This—that's the northern one. It okay. only has Drosharis all wrapped up. Good, good, good. All right, so he's just gonna keep choking okay. you out. Skull down, stay down. I want you to wake up, leave our town, and take your friends with you. He's choking you out. I just got a job. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead and give me another fortitude save. All right. That's the fun thing about this one. I can just keep doing it. What are you doing? That is not good. Is Ooh. 31 good? Uh, No, it's not. Nope. So you know what happens? I go unconscious. You're going to take a little bit of damage. Oh, oh, that's going to oh, be fun there. It's going to be, let's see, nine. Wild plus. Dwarf, it's up to you. You take uh, 22 points of damage, and you are going to go unconscious. Just boom, fall to the ground. Now, here's the question I have. Sure, go for it. We haven't rested ever at all. Not you haven't rested since before today. the fight in the farmers union, like the farmers. Because I don't remember when I used determination last. Determination is Which that where that? I can What's it do? end a condition or, or a non permanent effect. I think the last time you used it was yesterday in game yesterday. So you, you have not used it today from my memory. Can I use it to either not go unconscious or to become ungrappled? Is it a? I'll, I'll is it an on. action or a reaction? Because right now it's not your turn. Right, so on my next turn, like, I don't know how it would work if I'm unconscious. Can I use determination to make myself conscious? Look into that. Okay. It won't be your turn for a couple actions, so you can check that out and see if it's something you can use when you're unconscious. All right. So you're down. That's its second action. I think it's just going to, uh, it's going to go for it again. Give me one more fortitude save, Jason, as it just continues. Like, now it has, like, its foot on your chest as it's just choking you out on that chain. Natty 18. So what's that total? It's going to be... going to be high. Yeah, give me a sec. How high is the 46. question? Okay, so you'll take half damage, uh, which is going to come out. So you're going to take 13 points of damage. That's half. Valentine, you're unconscious. Yep. Dope. Fox, it's your turn. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Fox is going to go. But... So you're, you're standing there. That door is closed. And oh, take an okay. action to open that door. Is it a full action or is it a half? It's an action to open, to interact and open a door. Okay. You have four actions right now because you're hasted. Moving extra fast. Ugh, gross. Okay. Open the door. 
kick it open loudly. I'm going to move Run. to 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 feet towards me. Okay. If, if you would, friend. So you'll run to the west, out behind the, the northern moor of the like hulking figures. Yeah. Are you, are then, you directly adjacent to them, or are you taking advantage of your reach and giving some space? Oh, definitely taking advantage of the reach. Cool. So you got some space between it. Pole arm is out. What are you doing? Two actions left. Oh, man. I'm it's going to... Good. Your friends are on the ground. I'm going to cast shield, which is one action. Shield forms around your arm. And I'm going to enter an arcane... Uh, what's it called? My Stance. Arcane cascade. Okay. So you settle then into it. The magic from the shield flows up and around you. Walton, it's your turn. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the battle cry of the dwarves. Okay, I'm going to maintain field of life. Go on. For an action. Yes. So... Would a line go through the doorway and access this guy? You want to angle the line to hit the northern enemy and no one else? Correct. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. I will cast Gust of Wind. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I need a fortitude save. Is that right? Sure. How do you feel about 34? 34 is a fail. So what's going to happen to me? Failure. Creature is knocked prone. Okay. Uh, and that's it. So you cast the spell and wind just like gusts out from you? Yes. Makes the... Uh, violent wind issues forth, forth from your palm, blowing from the point where you are when you cast the spell to the line's opposite end, which is 60 feet. It's basically just blowing open this through this yeah. door, I think. <laughs> Uh, wind extinguishes small non-magical fires, disperses fog and mist, blows objects of light, bulk, or less around, and pushes larger objects. Uh, okay. Larger small creatures in the area must attempt a fortitude save. Dope. Uh, larger small creatures that later move into the gust must attempt the save on entering. What's the so duration? This is, yeah, this is basically going until the start of my next turn. Okay. Is that two actions to cast that? It is. And then you're going to sustain the field of life? Correct. So you just got one hand out blowing wind, the other hand regenerating life. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. cool. All right, so it's uh, it's turn three now, and it's the creature to the south's turn. It's got one chain wrapped around Drosharis. So wait, am I getting around. healing from that? On the beginning of your turn. On the beginning of my turn, it's one d eight. Yes. Okay. Which I guess you technically should have gotten. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I don't think we took that when I went on. Is it one d eight or two d eight, Trent? One d eight. So yeah, Jane, go ahead and heal one d eight hit points. Do I roll that or does Trent roll? You roll it. So go ahead and roll that and take care of it since you're unconscious right now. So this creature looks up. It's got one chain wrapped around an unconscious Valentine, the other one wrapped around the neck of an unconscious Drosharis, just staring down over their bodies at you, Fox. And for his first action, he's going to choke both of them out again. Oh, God. So give me a fortitude save, Valentine and Drosharis. Look, it's a lot of it's good action economy for me. Absolutely. And so, is that two actions? No, it's one action to construct everyone it has uh, grabbed, which uh, is why around both their necks just. Well, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> What'd you roll, Jane? Natural eight. Uh, What's the total? Could be much worse. Uh, let me find my fortitude save. Jason, what'd you get? 
a 40. Okay, so you'll take half damage. 33, you'll take full damage. We're going to go ahead and roll this once. Yeah. Okay, look, I didn't roll great. So, Jane, that's going to be 19 points of damage. And that's going to be nine points of damage to you, Jason. Question. Yeah. Um, Unconscious, if you get healed, you lose the unconscious condition. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So you would maybe get another I'm like... Yeah, so that would, would so you would have woken up at the beginning of your turn. I'm so sorry I robbed you of actions. Damn, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just I wasn't really sure, so catch. I looked it up. Good. You know what? Thank God. You know what, Jared? Yeah. For Jared. That's a patch. That's a patch. patch. Patch him. That man deserves a patch. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. Okay, so could I have gone? Yeah, so, and then we know that you will, at the end of your turn, go unconscious if you're well, still there. Well, unless I fucking kill him. Yeah, so it's your turn. You're on the ground. When you go unconscious, you drop everything in your hands. Okay. So you're on the yep. ground with no weapons. And would you, would you get another save against going unconscious? Yes, the, the save that she just made. So we'll see if it changes it. If by the end of her I turn see, she okay. escapes the situation, she'll be conscious. Got it, got it, got it. my bad. If this guy dies, I will add back a hundred hit points, just so you know. <laughs> In payment for you robbing me. <laughs> I, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> okay. Uh, which, by the way, I'm down 100 hit points. So that's how I think it's going. Um, uh, the healer is aware. <laughs> Fine. The healer's like, fuck, 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 fuck. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do, I do? But you gotta uh, figure out how to negatively heal me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Battle medicine? <laughs> yes. I thought we could only heal you at night. Or we can't heal you at night? In the day, I can take regular healing from the sun. Mm. I have a special daywalker feet. Oh, gotcha, that's cool. Gotcha. Oh my god, you're like Blade. I am like Blade. Totally. I can just heal you though, right? With, be- with, with positive yeah. energy? No. With not on, in the sun, yes. At night, no. Oh dear. You'd have to do battle <laughs> I have to do actual medicine. first aid, treat okay. wounds, like, sew me up. So, so what's Valentine do doing? Yeah. I'm on the ground. You're on the ground. Hmm. I'm going to grab my gun. First action. I'm going to reload the gun. Okay. <laughs> reload it. We got one action Did left. Did I? I'm trying to remember if I. You shot, quick reloaded by stabbing, shot again. Shot again. again. Yeah. Okay. So I need to reload it. So yeah. one action left. Um, Lying on the ground. I can't remember if devising a stratagem is a free action or not. It's not. It's, it's only not. a free yeah. action if the person you're devising a stratagem against. Is my lead exactly. for the day. Okay. Uh, investigators suck. Um, <laughs> never play it. Uh, I'm just gonna shoot him in the face. Okay, now you're prone, which is going to be a penalty on yeah, your attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll have to look it up, but I think it's a minus four. Well, let me just roll it and see if it even matters. That's ridiculous. Ooh. Minus four because you're laying on your back to shoot a gun at somebody. It's gonna really suck. Uh, because that was a natural 19. <laughs> to your own attacks? Oh, because you could because you're prone. Right. Yeah. Now, if someone was attacking. Her with ranged. And I'm pretty sure. It's a bonus, I think. I think it's also minus. Maybe it's minus two. I think it's minus ranged two. attacks. Yeah. But for melee, I think it's a plus two or yeah. something. So what's what's your total? Oh, you need the prone condition, don't you? Because I said that. So prone is a minus two on attacks. Mm. Okay. Plus four to AC against ranged attacks. Yeah, yeah. But you're also but, still flat-footed, so it's only a plus two. Yeah, it gives you, like, cover, basically. Sure, sure. Um... Well, so that's a 46 to hit. All right, it's going to be a hit. Woo! Hell yeah. So go ahead and roll some Woo. damage with that pistol firing up from the ground. Okay, so this is not a strategic strike, unfortunately. Uh, but let's see how we do. 
And how did you do? 17 points of damage. Hey, take it. This it's is the one that's taken the most damage. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's something. Oh, sorry. It was actually 300 points of damage. Oh, yeah. I just misread that. I, I oh, saw that. I forgot to carry uh, yeah. one. Yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, he's he's still conscious. And then... And then we'll actually catch back <laughs> up in time. And, and now, now I go unconscious again. Now you're unconscious again with that damage. So you have two <laughs> But that is left. the most Val thing to like wake up, be like, Ugh, shoot him, <laughs> and then just go immediately <laughs> unconscious. Drop the gun, fall unconscious. So choke both of you. I think now knowing that you did, you did shoot him again, uh, it's really tempting to just take another action to choke you out again. He's going to. He's going to take it again. That's so rude. Second action. <laughs> give me fortitude saves Jason and Jane again. This guy's dangerous. And there's two of them. All right. Jane's <laughs> fail. motioning at her die. Okay. I failed. But by how much? What's the result? A lot. Uh, oh, it was a natural five. Go on. So it's 30 total. Eh, just a failure. What about you, Jason? 39. So you'll take half damage. Jane will take full damage. <laughs> okay. So that's going to be... Oh, that'll come out to 29 points of damage to Jane. And 14. then 14 to Jason. Final action. Well, I mean, he's already there. He's, it's not fun. Are just you kidding me? I'm going to choke you both out again. Just okay. finish the whole turn. Uh, Fortitude saves. Uh, I do not like this. It's fun stuff. Ugh, it's not fun. Well, I feel like it'd be dumb for him yeah. to take one action just to walk up into yeah, your melee yeah, range. Yeah, it's true. I am pretty sure I failed again. I think 34. That's a fail. And Jason, what are you rocking? 47. Okay. Success, not a critical. So you'll take half. Oh, I rolled I rolled way worse this time. If that makes you feel better. Jane, you'll take 19. Jason, you'll take 9. So it just spends the whole time. And as it does, he just sits staring you down, Fox. You are going to leave the town and stop your investigation. We know what you did. And it is not worth our time to keep you entertained as such. Leave or we kill you all. And it's uh, it's Joe Sharis' turn. Did you look up if you can use your thingamajig? I can't to do... You can't, uncon- you can't nope. reconscious with yeah, it? Yeah, there's a couple different like things that it says about <clears throat> not being able to end a condition based on a situation. Cool. Talks about like prone and things like that. Um, the bleed damage that that one guy took... What is that? The hit? Which one was that? Was that the guy that just went, or the one that goes? You attacked the one to the south. Uh, so that was the one to the south. Yeah, okay. he takes one d twelve bleed damage. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Really quick, another thing one I forgot damage. was the I get uh, Watson's healing at the end of my turn, right? At the start of your turn. That's why. It, yours, so. Okay. That's why I brought you back. So if I'm unconscious, there's really nothing I can do. Yeah. Nope. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, color commentary. Yeah. Jason, should we like go get a coffee or? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, Jane's in the healing section, so she'll get every every turn. She'll come back. She'll come, she'll I'm just gonna up. play dead on the next. Like. <laughs> All right, now it's the one to the north that's on the ground. It has a chain around Josharis's neck, which will not stay there unless it does an action to like sort of engage with the grab again. So its first action will be to stand up. Attack of opportunity. Which does provoke an attack of opportunity from Josharis. I'm so glad you were Fox. so on that all the time. I was ready as soon as. Uh, Trent knocked him prone. Yeah, I was like, we both looked at yeah, each other like, like that yeah. was indeed the goal. Yes. Oh yeah, that's good. That's uh, forty-five to hit. That's a hit. Hit. And you've got your arcane cascade going on. Yes. Yeah, which so is some bonus a, damage, a right? Plus three. 
I was also hoping damage. he would just get blown back into the door and just take damage, just like, ah, oh, whack. Like using the gravity gun back in Half-Life 2. Yeah. Oh, God, I loved that. All right, it's not rolling damage really quick. It's all good. I'm not sure. So, uh, not sure why, but I'll roll. Jane, Jason, what do you want? How are you two feeling? You know what? I don't want to talk to you right now. No? Okay, that's a little mad at you. I'm I'm aware that this is very bad at the moment. Mm. All right. Uh, So how's Watson feeling? I mean, there are some very high-level healing spells that he hasn't broken out yet, and he knows he's about to have to do that. Oh. It's because Trent can see my character sheet from here. (laughs) That helps. (laughs) But also, like, you get a general idea of how everybody is doing based on how they look. Right. And uh, yeah, you guys look like shit right now. Yeah, Val probably looks dead. She's like bleeding from everywhere, right. from her neck, like totally unconscious. Oh, yeah, that's right, Drosharis. You are taking bleed damage mm-hmm. at the end of your turn. So you'll take, ooh, that's a nice little one. You'll take 11 points of damage. Oh no, you stopped bleeding. You rolled the natural 20. I did 20 damage. Oh, nice. That's solid. Uh, 20 points of low, damage. That was a low roll. And now he's standing up. He is going to step over towards you, which means he will release Drosharis from the grab so that he can okay. close in on you. And for his final action, he's going to swing that chain at you, Fox, and kind of, ooh, that's a really good roll. Let's see if that's going to be good enough to get a critical against your character. How do you feel just asking for a friend about a 54? That's wow. a crit. That's a crit? Nice. Oh, wow. boy. TPK. Rolling a little bit of damage. We're all gonna die. Okay, so this is this is simple. This what if is we just all math. die and there's just Watson by himself, like a little dwarf old man? Please don't hurt me. <laughs> you take forty six points of damage. I just got out of jail. It's the chain just lashes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh are you the angry fellows who took me to jail. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, and then that's the end of its turn. It cannot grab you. So it's Valentine's turn at the beginning of your turn. You'll t- you'll heal 1d8 points of damage and return to consciousness. Indeed. This could be it. So Watson has some strong healing, huh? He does. Okay. And uh, it may be a couple rounds before he can get there. Mm. Hmm. What are you going to do? Is there anything I can do to get this chain out from around my neck? Oh, yeah. There's tons of things. You can make a uh, a, a check. With um, a check yeah, of some sort, dice, oh, sure, some sort. athletic check, right? It's athletic? Uh, you have a few okay. options. It's you can make an unarmed attack check, you can make an athletics check, or I believe you can also make is it acrobatics to escape? Mm-hmm. The third one, yeah, from grappled, yeah. Okay, I will uh take the option to do an acrobatics check to just she's gonna try to just kind of like. Pull down on the chain just enough to get a little bit of space and then like backwards somersault out. All right. I'm double checking that it's acrobatics because I don't actually remember. And pause. No, no, we can keep going. You'll figure it out. What's the check? Because I can tell you right off the bat. I know what the DC is. Okay. I have a a plus 27, so I can roll that if you think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Natural 18 plus 27 for a 45. Okay, that's going to be enough. You will escape. You're prone. Sweet. You're not holding anything. Okay. Uh, She's going to 
reach for her. I can, pro- can I pick up my gun and dagger at the same time in one action? No, it's an action for each. Okay. She's going to pick up the gun. Okay, so one action to escape, one action to pick up your gun. Um, then she's going to, like, reach into her, like, jacket or her cloak, mm-hmm. and she pulls out the pendant that she used in the fight this morning to give herself the crimson shroud and heal herself. And she's going to, like, look at it for just a second, and then she's going to, like, look over to Watson, who's still pretty far away, and she's going to, like, make eye contact with him and go, don't let me die. And then she's going to, like, just get back. So if you're still prone, all you can do is crawl, which is your entire action to move five feet. Well, I, like, rolled backwards out. Yeah, so you're still We're just going to keep rolling. Okay, so you'll move (laughs) five feet away. Yeah. Uh, and double checking, it looks like your options are acrobatics or athletics or atta- an attack. So you did great. Acrobatics or athletics. Okay. Thievery too, if you're tied up. Yeah. So you somersault. So you you squirm out of it, grab your yeah. pistol, and and I imagine roll that like moving back. backwards kind of happens in conjunction with like yeah, of course. The chain. So you're away. You're further in the healing area. Fox, you've got this big figure next <sighs> to you. All right. Fox is gonna move to the opposite side of the baddie. That he is engaged with. Circle in. Yep, hoping there's no attack of opportunity. So you work your way around. No attack so far. And Fox is going to do... What's he going to do? It is called Spell Swipe. Okay. And it takes three actions. Oh, hell yeah. Which works because I'm hasted. Uh, Make a spell strike. But roll separate strikes against two adjacent creatures. Mm. So as long as they're within my melee range. Do they be uh, I, adjacent to you, not adjacent to each correct, other? Correct, correct. Okay. Uh, I, can, I can read it. It says, you attack in an arc and enact your spell against everyone you hit, make a spell strike, but roll separate strikes to attack two creatures, each of whom must be within your melee range. Yeah, you're reach. set. You got reach. Um, imagining some soul caliber, like, shoop, flip it over to the other side, hit him, the polearm. And he's going to cast... Oh, that's what you're spell striking. Spell striking. God. Such a cool class. Mm. Prismatic spray. Oh, shit. Mm. Um, so let's attack first. This spell is insane. Yeah. Yeah. I actually am completely unfamiliar with it in the second edition. Uh, 39 to hit. The first one on the north? Does it say make two separate attacks? I, I yes, it, I okay. believe you said that. Against each in range. So 39 hits. And then... Uh, I rolled a 16 plus. Plus Do I a get number. the same? Unless it says modifier? otherwise, unless unless it says they both are at the same attack, then it's at your second attack penalty for the next well, one. Well, good because that's still what 16 plus 25 is a uh, 41. Jesus. Uh, okay, so I hit both. So both have to make a saving throw, and I have to roll on the table to see. What kind of yeah? What color ray they are struck by? I love tables. <laughs> the first one Nerd. I rolled an eight, which means affected by two two beams. God. Oh. So. So for those of you who are listening, let's talk a little bit about a classic Dungeons and Dragons smell called prismatic spray. <laughs> yeah. And so essentially, what happens if you cast this as a normal spellcaster is you extend your hands and just cones of light come out from your hands of different colors random colors and the colors that hit your enemies each do different things because jared over there is feeling lucky and just rolled an eight two separate rolls on the table will hit this enemy they're making some good faces over there first you have to roll uh, a fortitude 
uh, saving throw. What's that DC? It's that 35, right? 33, I think. He pulls it it out. It's on there. Okay, let me go ahead and just roll. Uh, You can figure out the number. uh, 33. Oh, 33? Mm Mm-hmm. 34. Oh, my gosh. That's way way unfortunate because that would have turned you to stone. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, God. Uh, The other one is reflex. I rolled pretty good on this one. Reflex here is going to be... Um, I can do math. I really swear. This is the reason that I learned math. It's going to be 44. Okay. So you take 25 fire damage. Good. Okay. Um, is he on fire? And then my regular damage. And don't I also yeah, just take your weapon damage as well? Yeah, yeah. God. So that's an additional... 26 damage, so Ooh, 51 yeah. total. Wow. 21, you said? Uh, yeah, uh, 21. Okay, yeah. Well, that's not fun for me. All right, so you, bam, slam it into it. He resists turning stone. He combusts in fire as you cut through it, and then you slam the blade into the one down to the south, standing over Drosharis. And then make a, a reflex save for the other guy. Okay. Oh, uh, that's... That's pretty good. That's going to be. It's going to be forty-two. Okay, so you take thirty-five electricity damage as you get hit with a yellow. Thirty-five ray. electricity. Yeah, it's half of seventy. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Prismatic spray is. I'm like looking at this table. It's yeah. bananas. Look, Trent, if you like tables and nerd stuff, later I gotta talk to you about the game called Battletech, or as some people call it, Combat Math. (laughs) And then 35 additional damage. God! Attack. Okay. Fox has a big turn there. That's it. Good job, Fox. Given the day. Watson, it's your turn. Watson is going to drop Field of Life. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's going to stride up to Val. Sure. Just walking up there all dwarf-like. Got the movement for that? His entire movement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 20 feet. Thanks, his buddy. little legs are <laughs> going. He's Seriously, going to... when we joke about his legs, for those of you who don't follow us on social media, go check us out. We'll, uh, you can check the show notes for our social media information. There's a great illustration of Watson with big dwarf shoulders and arms and teeny little dwarf Tiny legs. It's <laughs> my favorite piece of art. It's great. Um, really, this spell is best used when there's a whole bunch of people. You can do this for all at once, but yeah. you know what? This is, the, this is the opportunity that he has. Mm-hmm. He's going to cast Moment of Renewal, oh. which Ooh. is an eighth level healing spell. Oh, shit. Thanks, buddy. You experience a day's worth of recovery in an instant. What? Whoa. What? Uh, Any detrimental effects that would be gone after 24 hours end, though this does not shorten the duration of any active spells, uh, the target regains hit points and recovers from conditions as if you had taken 24 hours of rest. (laughs) Wow. So that's normally your level times your constitution modifier? I think so. However, that's for eight hours of rest. A long rest, if you rest for 24 hours, is double that. Okay. So what's your constitution modifier, Jane? Good question. Uh, plus two. Okay. You're level 16. Mm-hmm. So essentially 16 times four is what you'll get back in hit points. And yeah. 64. 64. Thank you. Someone Sweet. else for doing that math. So you gain, is it only one target? So here's a question. Why? It's touch. 
up to six creatures. <laughs> oh, so if you could have like stood between Droshar's Just and- like, come mm. back to me. Yeah. But your stubby little dwarf legs only got yeah. you to- <laughs> So why is it that like, why isn't it that you just get all of your hit points back if you can rest eight hours and get all your hit points back? You it's can't not get all your hit points back for resting eight hours. Oh, okay. You only gain some of them back, but you have a couple of very good Bummer. medics with you who can, during those eight gotcha. plus hours, heal you up heal all the way. Up. Okay, cool, cool. Well, so thanks, feel a day's thanks worth of rest. Watson. Uh, you don't. You also, it, it notes, don't get like daily preparations renewed or anything mm, like sure. that. It's just that you get the healing worth of one day. So Val, before you did that, was at. 20 hit points out of 168. That is not great. God. Yeah. So Watson for sure just saved Val's life. Well, for now. You said, don't (laughs) let me die. And he was like, I would never let you die, young one. Okay. So this enforcer (laughs) to the south is going to take a five foot step up to the northwest so they can keep a chain on Drosharis and get in range of Fox. Bring it. And it's going to shoot a chain out at Fox, not flanking you. But it is going to attack and roll 47 to hit. Uh, God, I have shield, so that adds one to my yeah. AC, so it's Ooh. not a crit. Shield is only up if you maintained it, which you did in this last oh, turn. Oh, okay. So it's like a that, concentration deal. It's, so shield only lasts for one turn, but it's only one action to cast. So essentially mm-hmm. you have to cast it every turn you okay, want it Okay, then it's a crit. Oh, shit. Whoa. Oh, Okay. So, fuck. it crits. <laughs> Get started on my backup. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I rolled poorly. It's fine. I'm going to take 42 points of damage. And as a part of this chain's... It's going to grab you. Okay. And so for its final action, it's going to try to choke you and Drosharis both out. Okay. Fortitude saves. I'm already out. Yeah, I can keep, can keep damaging you. Oh. Uh, None of these are landing in the cup anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think that's it's telling. It's a dice tower just shooting across the table. It's like, you don't want to know. You 40, don't know what this 41. is. We'll take half damage. You remain conscious. I'm going to pass. It's going to be like 45. 28 plus 17. 45. Uh, that's not a crit success. So you'll just take... You're both going to take half damage, which in this case is going to be... Um, I have Juggernaut, which makes my uh, success a crit, crit success. Oh, so same. you'll take... Oh, this whole time? Well, can't roll Hands back off the, the chest piece. Hands off the yeah. chest piece. So neither of you take any damage. Oh. He just whips around. The condition is the part that's fucking me, so it doesn't yeah. really matter about the... I True. mean, it does matter about the hit points. <laughs> but just have with a lot the of chain them. wrapped around both of you, mm-hmm. he just sort of like paces, is eyeing you down, Fox. You've got Drosharis unconscious. You've got prone on the ground, barely alive, Valentine. Two of these things still alive, looking fine. This one looks both of you, chains wrapped around, Fox just looking you dead in the eye. You are not welcome here. The four of you leave. Tell your one-eyed friends to get out of town. Or we'll come back. We prefer to kill you here. I think you have us confused with someone else. And we'll see you in the next episode. Everything is terrible. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review 
and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.